Alright, I'm ready. Are we recording? Oh, wait, this guy. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, and I guess puppies and everything in between, snakes and planes and trains and bears, oh my, automobiles, it's time for Ripley Talk. I'm Switzerland Monroe, here to introduce the guy of the hour, or however long this episode is going to be, Ripley with an eye. Hey, what's up? How you doing, Mr. Monroe? Oh, I'm feeling fabulous. How are you feeling today? I'm doing good. It's pretty good weather. It is some good weather, but I can tell you what's not good. Have you been seeing these fucking gas prices? Yeah, like diesel is like $5. Everything that we've held near and dear to us price-wise has just been pissed upon. This inflation is crazy. And so I thought, I know someone who would have a whole lot to say about this. And I'm pretty sure you do, don't you? This has been a pretty big topic for probably the last 20 years is inflation and where does it come from. And I'm here to tell you it's it's not a simple process. It's actually very complex. Most people see inflation as a government overstepping their bounds and just printing a shit ton of money and just keeps printing and printing and printing. That is a type of inflation and that definitely does happen. You see that. We printed a bunch of money for the COVID relief stuff, and we printed a lot of money for similar things throughout the decades, like, you know, for 9-11 and bailing out the airlines. And And the banks. And the banks and the automakers and all the rich people, you know, (laughs) socialism for the rich people but not for the poor people, that kind of thing. That definitely creates inflation because you're increasing the money supply but you're not increasing the valuation of that money. So it just goes down. I've been noticing that just because the price is going up, it doesn't mean that the value of what you're paying for is. Yeah, it definitely hits. And like the easiest way that the businesses kind of confuse the consumer is that they'll use a nice pretty box and it makes it look like you're getting the old product. But then you look at it and it's like, oh, this weighs half an ounce or half a pound less, but it's in the same packaging. So you're getting less of the product. And you'll see that a lot in convenience stores and dollar stores and things like that. So when you get 1.25 liter soda, that's cheaper than getting the 20 ounce? Yeah, I don't know what the difference is in the ounces, but uh, they definitely have the different sizes for a reason. Because one is ripping you off and one (laughs) is the best deal, but you just don't know which one's which. They have the mini cans, the mini bottles, the regular bottles, the regular cans, the two liters, the one liters, the one and a half, the 1.25. Like, why why would you make so many different sizes unless one of them was a scam? And that's, that's kind of another, okay, how do you make a stock price go up? A whole bunch of people invest into that stock and then that makes it go up. Yeah, so it's like if you if it's got a lot of hype, like in the media, people talk about it, or a lot of people invest in it, or a lot of people use it, like Amazon stock prices like 2K, 3K, something crazy like that. But 
how do you actually get those prices up? Like, let's say you maxed out your market. Like, you can't make any more money because after that, it's diminishing returns. And so if you try to, like, do anything, you actually just end up losing money. So then how do you increase sales? You just increase the price of the product. It's as simple as that, huh? Yeah, so let's say you have something that's worth 500 bucks five, ten years ago. Now you would think, oh, phones are supposed to go down in price or like things are supposed to get cheaper. But in terms of the business, why would the business want to do that? Oh, let's make my flagship iPhone cheaper. <laughs> Wait, what? No, it's supposed to get more expensive even though it isn't that much different from the year before. Hell no. Maybe like you changed the camera or maybe you took one lens away and it had five before. And so and you're paying more. It, I think it's going up. Because I think it's 1300 for a new iPhone or something. Yeah, a down payment on something. I mean, yeah, it's not it's not cheap. I mean, it, and Apple's not the only one that does it. I mean, Samsung and pretty much every tech company out there is like, well, you know, technically it's really not that different, so it should be cheaper, but we're going to put it at the same price or we're going to make it more expensive. And so that's another way that inflation happens is that our investment society is allowing unlimited growth. And with this unlimited growth, we can't actually build a more valuable brand. So what we have to do is actually just rip people off. Oh, you can't repair your items. You got to buy a new one. <laughs> Meanwhile, the we talked about this last time. We got motherboards floating in the oceans, not because we can't recycle it. It's because... They don't want to fix it because they make less money. And it's interesting. In the end, they want to make more money. They want to make the most money as possible off of it, right? But sometimes you're not always going to be able to get as much as you would hope to get. But with us as regular everyday folk, we just have to deal with the fact that if we sell something that we're not going to get back to return or for the most part. Or sometimes we might double up, but overall, we're probably not going to make as much as we can to survive, whereas they can't accept that if you're a big company, and that's that's wild, man. Yeah, there's very few companies that will actually do the right thing. Um, a few of them typically are Japanese companies. I've heard Toyota will buy back certain cars if they messed them up in factory, and other manufacturers would be like, why would we do that? So, I mean, there are there are some good people out there, some good businesses, but all in all, if it's incentivized just to increase prices, then there's no supply and demand anymore. If things are just going to be expensive because they're expensive, then what's the point of even trying to have an economy when a government or the banks can control, oh, you can't work, or you can work, or we're going to ban this or that, and then we have no money. <laughs> then then we can't do anything. That's what these people want to do, and that's like kind of what this war is about, too. You know, a lot of our stuff is made in Russia in terms of our petroleum products. It comes from the natural gas and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so that affects the entire world. So it's, yeah, we can put sanctions on them, but ultimately that what that's going to do is it's going to hurt us as well. 
and it sucks. So it kind of makes it. It kind of makes me feel like fuck the little guy. Yeah, but it's always fuck the little guy, and it's always fuck you pay me. And that and that's the that's the sad part about it is because people think inflation is just printing more money when it's really no. There's like wars and greedy companies, and I mean think of it this way: if you look at cryptocurrencies and how valuable they are, that also inflates the regular economies and dollars and things like that because then you have new currencies that are super, super valuable and then it makes the old currencies less valuable. And it doesn't even have to be a crypto. It could just be whatever the next currency is. I mean, it happens every time. The new currency comes out, the old currency goes away. It's happened a thousand times. It'll probably happen another thousand times. And the reason that happens too many bad people got a hold of it and fucked it up. And if you think about cryptocurrency, if more than 50% of the servers are owned by one person, they can manipulate it. Oh, we can distort the value and add value. And so it just inflates crypto too. So every currency <laughs> is susceptible to manipulation. To make prices go down, what would have to happen? The wars have to stop and the governments have to stop getting in the way of business. So never. Yeah, exactly. Never. I mean, you look at COVID and whatever you want to think about it, there's still places out there that are like, oh, well, you can't do this or you got to wear a mask or you got to quarantine for 14 days. I mean, that if you got to be away from work for 14 days, that just that fucks over any business. That's another. So we've talked about governments printing money. We've talked about businesses being greedy and chasing stock prices. We've talked about wars and banks. But the next way of inflation is government regulation. You know, I don't want to sit here and and debate whether things are right or wrong. It's just the fact that they can just be like, you can work and you cannot work. And these people over here can make money. And there's tax appraisers where you'll have a multi-million dollar apartment being appraised as a $24,000 apartment or something. Something stupid like that. But that actually happens where the government will pick winners and losers based off of little things like that. And sometimes they actually are mistakes that happen because we're human Mm -hmm. i think the overlying problem is that businesses and government have these under the table handshakes so i think no matter what the currency is the rich people are going to fuck it up on purpose to make themselves more rich and then make the poor people more poor and so really we have two options is that we kill the rich people or we get a new currency and then when that currency fucks up we get a new currency and when that currency fucks up we get a new currency and so i think we've been doing that one over and over again where we just get a new currency we've been doing that throughout history but so you're saying it's time for us to get a new currency here if you look at, you know, Roman and Greek currency... It well, yeah, recently, too, with the euro. It's hard, man, but it's. It, I think it comes down to... There's a lot of people that are in the middle of the economic cycle. You know, they're not the super top elite rich people, but they're not poor people with no influence. They're kind of in both worlds. They got a foot in both worlds, and so... I think a lot of our economic problems, yeah, we could sit here and blame greedy companies. We could sit here and blame these terrible governments. But I think we have to look at these people in the middle and what are they doing with their money? Oh, we're going to live lavish lifestyles like we're billionaires when they're not. 
we were talking about that one restaurant where this dude spent over $50,000 on his quote-unquote girlfriend and it closed the restaurant because of that. Or there's been times where you have all these greedy business owners spending business money on things they shouldn't be because they feel entitled that they can and then it fucks the business and then everyone who works there just got fucked. Mm -hmm. And so not only did you just fuck yourself, you just fucked the community. The more that that happens, then you end up having more and more businesses closed, which affects the whole housing. Yeah, the more Donald Trumps we have, the worse our community gets. (laughs) I'm just going to fuck up a business on purpose and make money off of it. I think that's what people do these days, where it's just, what's the point of having a business that makes money? Kind of like Tesla, there's no way they make money. But they're so popular and they have such a huge stock price that they're always going to be like, oh my God, Tesla is so amazing. And oh my God, Walmart and Apple and everyone jacking off to these companies. <laughs> but in reality, they're not really doing anything for our community because they're taking the money and doing weird shit with it. I mean, you look at Jeff Bezos, like, oh, I'm going to send my penis rockets into space off the money I make off of Amazon when he could be, you know, feeding the poor and building roads and giving a shit about America, but he doesn't give a fuck. He's like, I'm going to buy prostitutes and women with big titties. Because that's more important in America. Well, yeah, and then his ex-wife, I mean, his ex-wife did the same shit. It's like, I'm going to take my money and give it to charity. It's like, why didn't you just use it to make shit, like build a business? And no, I'm going to give it to someone else. And who knows what they're going to do with that money. Fuck it off. And then because everyone fucks off the money, it inflates in price. Mm-hmm. You see people like Bezos doing it, so everybody in the middle is like, oh, I can be just like Bezos. Like, that's how my dad used to be. Oh, I'm making so much money. He thought that his opinion mattered. Bro, you're not rich. What are you talking about? You don't own half the world, so who gives a shit what your opinion is? But they think that they're important, but they're not. And Just a middleman. People in the middle, really, they should be living no greater life than we do, but they do because they think they can. But if they passed a little bit of that money down, then I don't think there really would be as many problems as we have. I think everyone would be getting paid. That's really what we all want, right? Everyone just wants to get paid. Why can't we just get the money together? So, yeah, I mean, inflation is such a complicated topic. I wanted to talk about it because there's so many people on YouTube and LinkedIn that are using this as fear porn for people to invest in their business. And I just want to say that I think the investment's probably the worst out of all of them because everyone can see, oh, the government's greedy. Oh, the military is bad. Jeff Bezos. You know, those are tangible things. But when you talk about the economy, you're just like, oh, man, investing is the way to make money. But if investment is the way to make money, if everyone does it and everyone makes money, doesn't that just mean that you're inflating the value of the currency for no reason? And it's not actually as valuable as you think it is, and you're creating a bubble based off of speculation, and aren't you there for setting up the inevitable crash? So that's what I'm trying to get at. The investment is an inevitable crash because you're just saying the money is more valuable. And money is supposed to be like, hey, I have a dollar, and this gets me this thing. Instead, what we've said is, I have this dollar, and I want to fucking buy everything with it. 
and I want to pay people off, and I want to have people do crazy shit for it. You know, money's just supposed to be a tool to exchange shit, but what we've turned it into is an end-all, be-all. Oh, if you just have money, you can do anything. You don't have to actually contribute to society. You can just pay people to do shit. Hey, I'll give you $30,000 to kill all of these people. And then someone's going to be like, Yeah, it's hey. called a fucking soldier. <laughs> Why you gotta tell them the truth, Ripley? We'll give you $100,000 to fuck over these people because of taxes. We'll pay you this much money as a politician to fuck over the rights of these people. You know what I'm saying? That's what it comes down to. Instead of it being a tool, we've turned it into this bullshit where it's the necessity of life. Water and air and food, that's a necessity. Money's not a necessity. But we've turned it into one, and that's the problem. So if we really want to solve this problem, we have to figure out a way to tell the rich people and the greedy people to fuck off. Well, thank you for that very informative Ripley talk. You're welcome, Switz. If you would like to know any more information about inflation, you can, I don't know, search for it like we did. The information's out there, it's what you do with it. Counts. <laughs> <laughs>